Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of the Always Loyal Podcast. Jordan Carruth, what's coming up? Hi, Darren Smith. Darren is on the road, everyone. He made the trip to Orange County. He is currently on a bus celebrating a 3-2 win at San Diego, continuing the good times. We'll talk about all of it. We get a little pre-match conversation, halftime conversation, and we recap the win, set the stage for a huge match coming up at Torero Stadium this weekend, San Antonio against San Diego for the first time ever at Torero. That's all coming up on the Always Loyal Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Shannon McMillan, Vice President of Community Relations with San Diego Loyal, and I have the honor of having Nutmeg Darren Smith. You're listening to the Always Loyal Podcast. Enjoy. Stone Buena Mesa Salt and Lime Lager is brewed with real lime and a touch of sea salt. It's the perfect beer for enjoying in the summer sun. Stone Brewing, also proud to be a longtime partner of the Surfrider Foundation San Diego chapter dedicated to the protection and enjoyment of the world's oceans, waves, and beaches. That's why for every six-pack of Buena Mesa Salt, Stone is donating $2 to Surfrider. You can visit find.stonebrewing.com. To track down Buena Vista near you, do Buena, live Buena. Darren Smith is on the bus on the way to Orange County. Darren, I'm cracking a beer for you. Set the scene for us. Uh, welcome to the party. You're a little bit behind beer-wise. I appreciate you getting into the spirit. I think we're all about three, four beers deep in. Here on the bus ride, we're sitting on the 5 freeway, hitting a little bit of traffic. This is the third bus, I want to say, of three different buses from San Diego into Irvine. So, like, that's Weston in the background telling us that we are 20 minutes away from arriving in Irvine. But this is, like, the third or fourth different bus trip to Orange County and yet to come home with three points, Jordan. So we were just joking there's been more bus trips than points earned at Orange County. Maybe that'll change tonight. Hopefully. Who's driving? <laughs> Who's driving? Uh, who is driving? What was their bus driver's name? Does anybody remember? Ernest. Ernest. Ernest is driving. And so it's not Ricardo. It's not Travis. It's not Nate Miller. It's Nate, not Avery. It's it's actually somebody who's paid and responsible, who gave us all the rules, and is responsible for getting us there. Beautiful. My guess was Weston, because it sounded like Weston was barking out demands, either as a goalkeeper <laughs> or as a bus driver. And since you're on the bus, I went with bus driver. So it's not Weston. No, Weston is our, our in-bus entertainment. So he is counting heads. He is making sure everybody's on the right bus because the club put together two different buses to come up. So he's making sure that if you're on bus one and if you're on bus two, he's currently walking up and down the aisle with one of those Costco size boxes of snacks like Doritos and Fritos and all that sort of stuff. So he's making sure everybody's got Buena Vesa. He's making sure people have snacks and people have water. He's keeping everybody up to date. He's just on it. He's like, He's the, he's the, uh, somebody was joking a little bit earlier. He's sort of like the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, wolf, the, what's it called? The, uh, the, the cub leader, the scout leader. Yeah, he's just keeping tabs on everybody and making sure that we're where we got to be. He sounds like he's the dad of the group. Kind of. He's kind of the dad of the group. He, he has everybody's tickets here. So he's a very powerful person. He's got beer, snacks, water, and tickets. And he also probably has some pull with Ernest, the driver. Beer, snacks, tickets, 
pull. Yeah, he's he's the dad yeah. of the group. There's no doubt about that. He's the dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, we will talk about the match. We'll get to that. Um, this is going to be a pretty fun podcast. This is clearly different. Um, the guest is basically Darren on the road to Orange County, and we're just going to enjoy the entire match on the way up. Darren's on the bus right now, headed to OC. So, Darren, um, we're getting him before the match, and then we're going to chat with him halftime, and then we'll also chat with him uh, after the match and recap everything. San Diego expecting a win. I know the title holders for USL Championship reside up in Orange County, but it, it hasn't exactly been an amazing season for OC. So what a great opportunity for uh, San Diego to get together, get on a bus, um, several, and uh, roll up to Orange County and enjoy a match. Absolutely right. Yeah, the, uh, the supporters groups, they had their own bus, which uh, we're getting reports here. There are different people that are on bus number one that the mm -hmm. club arranged, Jordan, and the reports that we're getting seem to suggest this is just some sort of booze cruise on wheels <laughs> that the locals and Javos just basically went rip tearing up the five freeway into Irvine just with unlimited alcohol. So like, we're, we're, uh, we're learning lots about them. They, you'll listen to this podcast, obviously after the match, but it's going to be loud. They're, they're going to be pretty loud tonight, which uh, certainly is not anything new for them, but it might even be an extra decibel or two. Okay. So you're referencing, I, I just want to make sure I understand correctly. The, the bus with the endless amounts of beer is bus number one, or were you talking about the locals bus? The locals bus. The locals bus is the booze cruise on Got it. wheels. I, they so have the already tweeted out that they're there. Yeah, and, and we're like 20 minutes away, so. Okay, yeah, we're recording. I mean, we still got a while before kickoff. I love this. couple buses for season ticket members with the club. Also another bus for the locals that went up there. So there's several buses rolling up to Orange County. San Diego just going to take over the stadium. Um, last yeah. time, you kind of referenced it. Last time, it didn't go so well. And I thought it was very interesting. Orange County, they're uh, – they're th they're throwing around some words this week leading up to this match. I know they're what they're part of it is they're throwing around Landon's words. So like you, it is what it is, but they're also throwing out some of their own words in their emails and stuff talking about hyping up this match. It, it, it seems as if they're trying to, to motivate themselves tonight and they're using Landon Donovan in San Diego as, as their source of motivation. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you do what you got to do when you're the defending champs and you're 12th out of 13th you know, 30, 20 matches into the season or whatever it is. You know, you don't have a ton of time, but 12th out of 13. And they just have this very bizarre, yeah, they put this bizarre Instagram post out where they used this old clip from Match Day Live of Landon last year, ticked off. I want to say that was the 1-0 loss at Orange County later in the season that likely cost Loyal a home playoff match. But they used that clip and... Splice it together with some audio, some weird song, sound, and just, I don't know, weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, Darren, this seems like a great opportunity for me to give you advice. My advice to you tonight is to pace yourself. This advice is not just for you, it's for everyone on the bus, all three buses. I'm probably missing a few. There's several, several buses going up. I say pace yourself. It's going to be a long night. We need you strong in the second half. So that's what I say. What do you think? Uh, I think those are excellent words to live by, Jordan. That is tremendous advice. Have we already gone and too will, far? 
I will absolutely not share that advice with anybody on this bus because okay. I am not going to be anybody's governor. I'm right. going to let them just go balls to the wall tonight, make as much noise as possible, and represent. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, good luck getting up there. Uh, we'll chat with you once you get up to the stadium. Sounds good. Part two coming up next. They've made amends for it in this home stretch. Good ball in, better header. San Diego one, Orange County one. It's Grant Stoneman with the equalizer. One, one. Darren is live at the stadium right now, where it was really noisy just moments ago, but for whatever reason, the noise has completely died down behind you. I don't know if that's because you're walking away from everyone, uh, but I will say that the locals are coming through loud and clear on the broadcast. Well, I'm about to walk through the locals away section. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is that you might hear as I'm strolling on through, but we got about four minutes to go before the second half starts. Correct. Loyal starters have not taken to the field yet, but I am watching the substitutes warming up in front of us. So they're actually going to be attacking in the direction of the away section, Jordan. So that could be a lot of fun. But man, this has been very noisy. The Orange County people seem quite upset at some of the singing and chanting coming from the locals and Chavos they were. Upset at what? Like the the words or the fact that it's actually being done? Well, let's just put it this way. There's been a couple of reprimands from security here towards the away section for profanity for uh, yeah, just for, for being a fan. Okay. Wow. All right, let's talk about the match real quick. Grant Stoneman nets a goal. He uh, made it 1-1. We'll see what happens here in the next 45 minutes. That's his second goal of the season, Darren. He scored earlier this year at Oakland. Um, it has been 12 matches ago. Not someone that we always see scoring goals for San Diego Loyal, but it was nice to see Stoneman uh, find the back of the net off a corner, which has been very much a storyline for San Diego in the first half. Uh, they got up to seven corner kicks in that opening 45. Yeah, I thought Stoneman caught a little bit of bad luck on the goal allowed. Mm -hmm. Goal scored by Orange County, but he doesn't score often when he scores, though. They're pretty dramatic. Remember, that was that bicycle kick up in Oakland right at the end of regulation. And then to have the header here at Orange County tonight, uh, certainly it's an important one. I'd like to see Royal have tacked one more on before going into the break, but uh, obviously this has been right. a difficult place to play for whatever reason. So if a uh, game winner is going to come, it's going to have to come in the second half and these people will be ready for it. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. I feel like Loyal are actually in a really good spot. Even if they were down a goal, I feel like they would at least be in a pretty good position to at least get a point and who knows what would happen. But rolling into the next 45 level, I think San Diego's, they're, they're okay with that. It's not what they want, but I think they're okay with it at this point, knowing that they can go out and secure all three points here coming up in the second half. Have you have you seen this is totally random, but have you have you run into the mascot from Orange County by chance? Have you seen him roaming around? I believe his name is uh I forget his name. It's I don't know. It's something. Have you seen him? Uh, I've not. I have okay, not he, seen the mascot. He looks like I, just, I think he's new. He looks like Tungus from AMPM. Have you seen those commercials? <laughs> I have. Yeah, I have. he looks like that. I don't understand the character at all, and I don't even remember the name. So clearly not working out. But he's. I think everybody I saw him knows Jordan. Around. 
I, I think everybody knows when you win the USL Cup, you're obligated to have a mascot the following year just to spice things up around around the, the ground and just make sure that you do a little something different here. Don't just rest on your success and your laurels. Make sure that you bring in a mascot because those are always crowd pleasers. There yeah, are it's, one of people from San Diego here, by the way. I know we're talking about it. the away section, the buses. Uh, I just took a stroll, and there are uh, there are fans everywhere. I'm not going to tell you that people from San Diego are outnumbering people from one of LA's greatest suburbs, Orange County. But uh, I would tell you that like there are people that are spread out all throughout the stadium that are making a bunch of noise. Not just how you doing? Not just the people who were on the buses. There are a lot of people who took their own cars here. People like, I'm sure they go to Torero Stadium, uh, but I've seen a lot of new faces for the first time here. Mm, okay, it's getting it's getting noisier wherever you are. Are you, you getting closer? Through? Where are you? It sounds like you're right next to the supporters. I am. So they just picked up. Second half will start in. All right, so take us around. Seconds into the second half. Do you want yeah. me to just walk right through and see Scuba Steve? Have they? Are they about ready to kick off? Yeah, absolutely. Let's hang out in they the supporters section. Out. Okay. Well, let's hang out in the supporters section for a few minutes. This will be cool. Excuse me. I said let's just hang out in the supporters section. I think this is a pretty good setup you? here. Okay. See, it'd be really awesome if San Diego found a way to score while we're just hanging around in the supporter section during a match. I think that would be ideal. I have the broadcast linked back up now, so I can actually see what's happening. But uh, I, Darren's getting a lot of cheers in this section. I see that. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of cans of beer. I'm really glad the sun has set, by the way. Um, Initially, not so great for the broadcast. You're seeing a lot of sun. Right on. Very cool, man. All right. Cool. So there, there's the opening uh, 90 seconds. Little, how about the little notes that they left in the... Tell us about it. Uh, I sent you the picture. Do you have the words right in front of you? Uh, I'll pull it so up. Somebody on behalf of Orange County put a bunch of printed notes into the, uh, the cup here where you put your drinks at the seats here, all in the away section. And it said, How loyal is Landon Donovan? Yeah, how loyal is Donovan so to San Diego? I, I, By the way, I just fist bumped a guy who I was talking to five minutes ago. And I'm just going to leave you with this for my segment two update from Orange County. The guy I just fist bumped is a security guard. Oh, wait, let him go. Uh, is a security guard here who's like, dude, I love those jerseys. I'm going to be down in San Diego next week. I, I got to make sure I buy one. <laughs> That's perfect. They seem to be all over the place. It's, we're, we're the club they wish they were. Right. 
Mm -hmm. No doubt. All right, Darren, enjoy the second half. We'll chat with you after the match. Not it down and in. Among off balance all the way at the end line. Orange County players left looking around at what just happened while they just got scored on, and it's two to two. All the way through now for Conway from Among. Conway! Is that going to deliver them three points on the team's third goal? San Diego comes from behind, and they have a lead. The conclusion of a five-goal thriller. San Diego twice battled back from a deficit. Evan Conway with an emphatic winner in the 85th minute. I've said it a few times, and tonight... Um, I'll say it again, they really are the 12th man. They really help us in so many occasions. Um, they sang all night, they brought the energy. Um, sometimes it's difficult when you go away from home and you don't have your fans, you have to bring your own energy. They brought the energy tonight. We were down in the first half and they were able to get us back in the game with the way they cheered, the way they supported us until the very end and then you know you saw what happened at the end so um, we're so thankful for them they're incredible and I, I can't say enough about them what a finish let's take a look at the western conference standings presented by the bright app it is the world's leading platform for personal training available on the app store and on google play hit us with the latest all right well we are guaranteed to see a top two matchup at Torero Stadium coming up next Saturday, San Antonio. 50 points sitting on top of the Western Conference standings. Loyal in second with 43, followed by switchbacks with 40, New Mexico, uh, El Paso, Sacramento, and Vegas rounding out the playoff teams in the Western Conference. But most importantly, just what we wanted, 1v2. Now, you can't overtake San Antonio on Saturday night, but that shouldn't matter. These are the top two teams in the Western Conference. How do we probably should be a sellout, I would think, on Saturday night, eh? I would imagine so, Darren. So you were just at the stadium. We haven't chatted about what just happened. The win. San Diego found itself down a goal uh, multiple times, down 1-0, down 2-1. Made it 2-2, then went ahead. Evan Conway, once again, I feel like we chat about him every single week on the podcast, and deservedly so, continues to impress. It was just a really good match, and I know it's easy for a San Diego supporter to say such a thing uh, after that, but that was just really good. Like There were really good goals on both sides. You get five goals in the match. And just watching from watching on the broadcast, it was really, really good. You had a completely different perspective being there, the locals and everyone who was there, very much part of the story tonight. Well, how did it sound on television? That's what I'm kind of curious about, because when you're there, you're sort of wrapped up. You know, you're just going with it. You're watching the action. Hey, you know, what are we singing? What are we chanting? Like, how, mm -hmm. how like, could you, did it come through right. on the broadcast? Are you asking, you're asking about OC supporters or loyal supporters? OCs, which one? Uh, loyals. I'm not, uh, as the saying goes, we couldn't hear a freaking thing from Orange County. But I'm uh, just wondering how much noise, because I know how much noise it, it sounded like from right. where I was sitting no, in the away section. I, I knew exactly. I knew exactly who you were asking about. I just wanted to to get yeah. that that reference in one more time, just to yeah. to continue to ruffle some feathers. You guys could hear that section the entire time throughout the broadcast, and 
<laughs> all the songs it sounded like i was listening if you were just if you didn't watch if you turned away and you were just listening it it sounded like torero stadium yeah yeah uh it was interesting i mean there were some people who were not thrilled with the with the volume with the choice of words coming out of the away section uh i can tell you there were people who were literally standing up and looking and saying and yelling at you know, some of the, the supporters that made the trip from San Diego to Orange County, but hey, it doesn't matter. You know, for the first time ever, you know, as we're here on a bus on the five freeway, as the club's on the bus on his way home with all the team, uh, three points in Irvine for the first time ever. It's never happened before. And what a huge three points it was, too. You just said it. Not once, but twice being behind in the match away. They're coming off a big win, maybe trying to get the second half going. You know, that's a real character test. No Kyle Vassell, who would have been perfect for this match tonight because it was so physical. But, you know, that was a good character builder here, what we saw from Loyal. I, again, like, not once, twice, two different times. And then what minute was it where the game winner, the first time they led the match was in the 85th minute with Evan Conway. That's the difference. The The winner is from Conway. Now it's what it really does um, is it sets the stage coming up for that game against San Antonio uh, Saturday at Torero Stadium, which, oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Is it Saturday yet? Oh, it is going to be so good at Torero Stadium for this one. Like you said, it's 1v2. Not only is it 1v2, Darren, but this is the, the club with the most goals in USL in San Diego against the team that has allowed the fewest um, in San Antonio. So this is very much that offense v defense type of matchup um, that you see from time to time. This is like as good as it gets. This is 1v2 in the West. This is a great offensive team. Um, it's the best San Diego team we've ever had. And we're going up against the San Antonio team that we saw last year in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, when you say stuff like that, you know, those, those phrases, you know, in broadcasting, you say them on a regular basis. Oh, this is as good as it gets. This is as good as it gets. And you never quite think that you're speaking literally. But when you're talking about San Antonio versus San Diego Loyal, it's as good as it gets in the Western Conference. There is no better matchup than those two. And that's based on points. That's based on the table. That's based on what you just said there. The styles, two totally different styles. It just does not get better than Saturday night at Torero Stadium. And it's going to take the people who made the trip, it's probably going to take them a full week to recover because – Man, that was that was a loud, loud group that made its way up to Irvine. So I'm sure everybody's going to be resting the vocal cords and ready to rock on Saturday night. Uh, and again, in San Antonio in a couple of weeks, I can tell you this, like we're on the bus on the way back and I'm looking around the bus and there's a lot of people with their phones open and people are checking flights to go to Sacramento and go to San Antonio, you know, like, People now are, are invested to that level where they're thinking not only about, okay, let me make sure I clear my schedule so I can be there at Torero Stadium for the upcoming matches. But, hey, what about away trips? They're so much fun, especially when you pull away with three points. What about Sacramento? What about San Antonio? So, like, yeah, you can sort of see like, exactly what the purpose of a trip like this is, the bonding moments, and, like, let's – Let's figure out a way to do it again. So that was a big one tonight, man. That was that felt good to walk away. And you know, we started thinking to ourselves in the 80th, would you, you know, what are these questions you always ask? Would you take the point? You know, you just want to get out of here, just take the point. And almost everybody in our immediate vicinity is like, no way, we've done that before here in Orange County. 
we're walking out of here at three tonight. And sure enough, Evan Conway to the rescue. What a goal that was. My goodness. Oh, Can we good. already start beating the drum early on for the goal of the week in the USL? Mm, I, I, you know it's going to be on the list. Um, so looking ahead Third again. This, Third game saving goal. Third game saving goal. Right. We were talking about that too. Tampa, Colorado, and Orange County. Like, he doesn't score all the goals. He scores the most important ones, though. I'm thinking about the the match coming up this weekend against San Antonio and how much revenge is really going to be on the minds of many of the players um, because there's really a lot of turnover with this starting 11. I'm looking at the lineup that San Diego had against San Antonio last year in the playoffs, and there were six starters in that game that started tonight. So, I mean, that's it's a few. That's a big difference. Like off the bench, your options in that game were Sal Zizo, who's now in a broadcast booth, uh, Ben Spencer and Morgan Hackworth. It was just a completely different squad. And so it's going to be a, it's going to be a different type of game. I think, I think the styles are similar. Yes. But I think this is a different type of San Diego team that San Antonio will face. Yeah. That's a good point. Two of those, two of those guys retired. And Ben mm-hmm. Spencer and Sal Zizo. So, yeah, yeah, it's a different club. And you know, some other guys that were playing. Obviously. I'll throw some other names your way. Miguel Ibarra started in that game. Um, Callum Montgomery wow. started in that game. Austin Guerrero wow. started in net for that in that game. So there's a lot of changes there. There, there is indeed. So, and boy, it sure be nice. I think the story of the week from Loyal is probably just going to be. Can they get Vassell up and running and healthy, right. or is it going to be a little while longer? If not, you know, hey, you know, I think Among and the way Guido plays, uh, obviously Conway is probably you know, earning himself more and more minutes. But, boy, it sure would be nice to be full strength against that team coming up on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. The The – Lack of the sellout on the field really confused the broadcasters tonight. This isn't something that Darren would be aware of, but they were talking about it at the end. They were very confused as to why Vassell was not playing and not available, um, even off the bench. Um, I don't think he was even there. Like, we don't even think he made the trip. Right. Yeah. So, anyway. Not um, a good answer. There you go. Anyway, um, San Diego, 49 goals this season. San Antonio, 15 allowed. Whew. It's going to – like, this is going to be a great showdown. And, like, it's it's all the things that you will likely hear on the broadcast because they're true. You're going to hear, like, this is a potential playoff preview. This is the best as it gets, as we kind of referenced already. Um, offense versus defense. There's just so many ways to attack this upcoming game. Um and I just, it's just going to be fun at Torero, however it slices out. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, especially given how impactful it is, because it's not just this one, it's also one in San Antonio coming up, I want to say in September. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you're, you're like, yeah, potential playoff matchup, all that sort of stuff, totally true. But, you know, let's also not close the book on the fact that you still are playing for the top seed in the Western Conference. I know right. being seven back, it seems out of reach, especially – San Antonio, a match in hand, but with kind of a head-to-head still coming up, mm-hmm. and wouldn't close the book entirely. Improbable, but you know, hey, it's it's you know, crazier things have happened. We all watched that last year, thinking that it was going to be set up for Loyal to be hosting home playoff matches, and it just slipped through their fingers at the end. San Antonio is a different club, but even still, like if you have any designs on that, it's probably a great idea to pick up three points on Saturday. Yeah, a week ago we were talking about a double-digit 
uh, difference between these two teams in the standings. Potentially with a win against San Antonio next week, it would only be a four-point gap. And that is a completely different story um, as we roll into early August. So it's going to be fun. It's, I, it's, it seemed like it was a lot of fun for you guys in Orange County tonight. I don't know. Are you guys on the bus yet? What, what's your plan? Are you still in the parking yeah. lot? Where are you? No, no, no. We, uh, we are on the five freeway heading south. I also just want to give a shout to the players for coming over to the away section, mm-hmm. being part of the celebration jumping over the boards, taking a bunch of pictures, signing autographs. I think Evan Conway gave his shirt away, gave his jersey away to one of the away fa- one of the visiting fans, one of the locals or whomever. Uh, Koke Vegas was over there having the freaking time of his life. God, I love that guy. <laughs> I mean, that guy's got so much personality, dude. I'm telling you, he is just so much fun to watch. I know you and I were talking about a video that Loyal put out a little earlier with him and Alejandro Guido. But just so to watch good. these guys come over afterwards and celebrate and just you know, show their love of mutual appreciation from the fans to the players was just such a, a great, rewarding, such a, a perfect way to end the night you know, as we were just getting out of that place. Yeah, it, it seemed like it, that made the broadcast, by the way, the celebration at the end when all the players and coaches went over and celebrated with all the supporters that made the trip north of the five. Um yeah, it made the broadcast. And so that that's why I say when at the very beginning um, that the supporters were very much a big part of the story in the broadcast in the game tonight. Yeah. That was part of it because they were constantly, you could constantly hear the supporters and then you saw them, you saw the interaction afterwards. And I don't know if like, if you're just tuning in, you're watching that, you're thinking like, damn, that's a pretty cool club. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a love affair. I mean, you know, you can feel it. It's, yeah, at Torero Stadium, obviously you experience it every time, and and then to see it away and see the We Are San Diego, mm-hmm. to see everybody doing that from the coaching staff to the players and everybody in the, in the visiting section, it was it was just a great night. I'm sure, you know, that however many people that made the trip here, that was yeah, that's that's a great memory that they all gave everybody. All right, Darren, let's fi- I'll finish with this. I have a question for you to finish. Let's go. Can you hear OC sing? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Good luck on that drive home. <laughs> Later. See ya.